Hi guys, Tina Tassels here. Thank you so much for joining us on the first episode of Avoiding the Crowd, a podcast born in quarantine. Hey guys, this is Tina. And this is Marlena. Welcome to episode one. Oh, I thought you were going to say it too. We were just going to go with it. <laughs> Whoopsie. <laughs> Way to int- great hey guys we're here episode one we're, we're, we're here so excited. Yeah. despite Marlene's silence <laughs> sorry guys well anyway Marlena we're doing it we're starting a podcast here we are our first episode um we have we've been in quarantine which I feel like is it's, it's really interesting to watch because I feel like it's inspiring people to do all kinds of stuff because even if they get to work from home, they technically have free time. We're not commuting. We don't mm-hmm. have to go. We can't go anywhere afterwards. So I feel like people are really taking the time or at least trying to take advantage of the time and do exciting things. And look at us, all this, this fucking podcast we've been talking about for like however many years it's mm-hmm. finally happening. So I'm pumped. I think you are too. I can't tell because I'm just talking and you're nodding. It's well, okay. You're, it's I okay. am. I'm, I'm nodding over here. Um, yeah, I feel the same way. Like it's been interesting because my family just moved back to Pennsylvania mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. Um, you know, my daughter just transferred schools and we were just getting into like the new rhythm of her going to school and me taking her to school in the morning yeah. and packing her lunch again and all this stuff. And then it was like a week and a half and now school's closed, <laughs> but um, it, it's That's really, crazy. it's, it's like weird, but it's also really kind of nice because like you said, even just like driving to school or work, like I'm, I was working at her old school and right like when I moved here, I didn't have new work yet. So I was mm-hmm. like driving her to school and then coming home and it was like, it takes a lot of effort. <laughs> to like pack, pack up a lunch and get a kid ready and drive them to school. And I, I would come home and be yeah. kind of like, wow, like I'm tired. Um, and yeah. I would just like, I don't even do that for myself, let yeah. alone worrying about doing it for someone else. Yeah. And then I would just kind of do stuff around the house, you know, cause we just moved. So like, we're still not, I mean, we're pretty settled at, at this point, but there's still like stuff to go through and like things aren't just right, you know? So, but now that right. like we're not, we don't have that whole drop off and pick up and packing lunch and all that sort of thing. I feel super focused on like all these things that I've really wanted to do for so long. And there's no extra errands, you know, like I'm not running to the post office mm-hmm. for anything. I'm not picking up yeah. stuff at Target. Like I'm just getting groceries like very rarely, you know, and then I'm just yeah. here and I, I feel like no pressure to do anything really because <laughs> we're all. Yeah. You know, just supposed to be laying low. And uh, yeah, so I feel like I have all this extra focus for stuff that I've like creative things that I've wanted to do forever. Yeah, no, that's how I feel, too. It's like and uh, obviously I feel like people are going crazy that are stuck inside and Mm -hmm. there's all this like talk about like extroverts are really like struggling because they need to be outside and like around people. And Mm -hmm. um, I feel like it's this, and I can only speak for myself because I feel like the universe knows and like really gave me this time to Mm -hmm. sort of come back to myself. I too, I didn't move, but I had a roommate move out and Mm -hmm. a roommate that was my Mm ex-boyfriend who has been my ex-boyfriend for a few years, but we were living together as a lot of people do in New York because 
there was there's sort of layers which we'll get into on other episodes I'm sure but it was sort of like he moved out and then we went into quarantine and I was like oh my gosh I have my apartment to myself I'm lucky that I can afford it on my own for now Mm -hmm. and I have all this like solitude and time to like really focus on myself and get back to myself and my turn my my home is like fully my space and my Mm -hmm. energy and like it again I feel very selfish and 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 so excited about this quarantine so um I know for again people are struggling with it or they're going crazy or they're like I don't know what it is I think it's really oh I'm gonna backtrack for a second because you know I feel like there's this culture of people like wanting to stay home like everybody's Mm -hmm. got social anxiety there's all these memes about like not wanting to go out or like Mm -hmm. you know everybody wants to party but they want to sit in different rooms and I'm like (laughs) well you know if I was religious I'd be like well God gave you what you wanted you know and now you can't take it back but now everybody's like oh my god I want to see my friends I want to be out I want to talk everybody's doing these like virtual happy hours which is also interesting (laughs) yeah I mean it's like a real big thing like video calls and and sort of like video conference calls but they're Mm -hmm. turning them into like happy hours or like friend hangs or like Mm. book clubs and to me I find it so interesting that from the outside these are all people that were like I'd rather be at home or I'd rather Mm -hmm. avoid everyone yeah like people you know all those jokes and they're dying to connect with people now like dying for it aching for it I think I think it's good I think a lot of it is like once something's taken from you, it's like that's what you want, you know. It's like you always want what you can't have. I know, but like a child. I know. Yeah, it's it's definitely interesting. I mean, I I didn't know about the virtual happy hours and stuff, but that is a good idea. It's a thing. Um, it's cute, right? It is cute. I like it. I mean, I think I, I, there's yeah. actually a teacher from my daughter's old school that sent out this really nice email. He was he didn't like like the term social distancing because he thinks as uh-huh. a society we're already like so distant. A hundred percent. And he was saying like this is an actual like, and he was saying how our our words really matter, you know, and it like kind of like creates our our world, you know, the words that we use. So he was encouraging like people in the school community to use the the word like I think it was physical distancing but social nearing because it's like Uh like we're all in solidarity to do this thing together for you know this is the best thing for our community but we don't we really don't need more distance from each other so I think it's like I like the google hangouts and stuff like I haven't I mean We've done them for my daughter's violin lessons, <laughs> but how cute! I didn't yeah. know she was too good at violin. She, yeah, her Spanish teacher. She well, she was oh, her Spanish teacher at her old school, and then she, she took the year off, and she's homeschooling her son. So she started doing. She's a musician too, so now she's doing music lessons. And Allie just like loves her. So how? But cool. anyway, yeah. So she's doing. Here, she's, here's the real question: yeah. Does she teach violin lessons in Spanish? She could, but she doesn't. <laughs> got it Just she wondering. definitely could but yeah the lessons are in english sometimes so there's little words she'll use like she'll say violin <laughs> but oh my god that's yeah, so cute it is cute I yeah. Love yeah yeah but um, but i love that idea of physical distancing but social, social nearing yeah it's i really, really happening yeah, yeah i think it is too because everyone has to work together now to like figure out how we're going to move forward you know we can't yeah 
like one of my friends was just texting me, texting me last night and saying like, she's kind of freaked out about like, there's going to be life before and after the coronavirus. And I'm like, I agree, you know, like, but I'm not freaked right. out by it. I mean, I, I certainly have my fears. Don't get me like we right. like Enrico and I, we have a construction business. <laughs> like if things really get bad, like it's, going to hurt us you know right um, and we've he's already experienced that like there were a few jobs that got put on hold because materials not coming in because of this yeah. um damn but i mean we're fortunate that he's still getting calls for like repairs and but um, yeah at the good. same time i just feel like i just feel like so many people have been running around so much i mean the past two and a half years of my life like before we moved here we were living with my mm-hmm. parents like we we're staying with my parents and i felt like we had no space. It, it was like this transitional mm-hmm. phase that was just much longer than we anticipated. It was much better than I thought it was going to be, honestly. But it was just like such limited space, so much rushing around. Like we were commuting so far to go to her school. Enrico was driving yeah. like crazy. And I just felt like everyone I was talking to is like, I don't have enough time. I'm just trying to stay on top of things. Like everyone's so stressed out. And it's right. like, now we're all home and it's like, we're still stressed out, but about different things, I guess. But I just feel yeah. like it's, it's like this big shift that everyone's going through. And like this whole quarantine thing is like, mm-hmm. it's like one part of it. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's not. I agree. Yeah. Like it's, it's sort of like making everyone slow down and, and kind of like examine like what is the trajectory I'm on like do I really want to um I feel like it's gonna shift people in major ways Mm -hmm. like whether it's like changing careers or like honestly deciding to have kids or like people get married I think these really big life decisions even if they're not directly, you know, say being discussed and there's a couple sitting down on the couch and like, wow, now we're in quarantine. We should talk about this. But yeah. I think it's almost naturally people aren't even going to realize that subconsciously they're, they're shift in thinking or they're being yeah. energized to do something new or different or make a decision that they've been putting off for a long time. Like, yeah. I think that's going to happen. And People aren't going to equate it to the quarantine because I think there's a lot, like you said, there's a lot of stress going on and people are feeling anxious. Mm-hmm. Um, even though we can't do anything, it's literally just stay in your house. And if you're, you know, if you're fortunate enough to have a job, you can work from home. It's like just kind of set up your day as normal as possible. But mm-hmm. I really think it's messing with people. And, you know, obviously I hope people are are getting through it in a positive way, which I know no way everybody in the world is but I really think it's a a more positive thing I think it will end up being a positive thing more than a negative thing overall for people I think I think so too I just think now it's like everyone's fears are like coming to the surface and like all these fears about survival whether it's like Mm -hmm. you know being being out of work or um running out of food like not being able to go to the grocery store and there's all these like everybody has different ideas about what's going on or like how the virus started and I'm just kind of like we need to just focus on like what's the next best thing we can do like to just make this a time that's positive yeah you know and what can we do not positive like you want to put your head in the sand right but positive in terms of like we're creating, you know, 
the environment that we're in, like, especially like, I know there's a lot of like memes with this for people with children, you know, like what's their memory of this going to be? You know what I mean? Like my parents were so stressed out and complaining about this all the time. And it was so scary. Or it's like, my parents were home all the time and we played more and we went for walks every day. My mom read me more stories. Like, right. Like what is the memory going to be? Like you can create the memory of what this is like. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. And I feel like as someone who's like, I mean, I've been home a lot since, you know, my daughter was Mm -hmm. born. Like, I've always kind of stressed about, like, being productive while at home. It's been a big sort of, like, thing that would give me guilt if, like, the house wasn't perfectly clean, if all the laundry Mm. wasn't done, if, like, the fridge wasn't perfectly stocked and I had this great, you know, meal every night for my family. But it's, like, all that stress, it doesn't – it just makes you – do nothing, you know, because you're just trying to stay on top yeah. of things. You're like on a, you're like a hamster on a wheel. And I, I feel like, I feel that things are just, um, it's really important that we don't do that, yeah. you know, or at least, not. you know, try not like just make the best of it. That's like, um, so part of my, um, quarantining quarantina, I should say, um, quarantine I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm re-watching the Sopranos and of course I thought of Carmela mm. because like god she's, she's so amazing yeah. like acting and character aside but like you think of her as like the 50s housewife the house is always mm-hmm. is constantly cooking yep. there's always food in that house mm-hmm. the family is always eating together there's all these like we can mm-hmm. talk Sopranos for hours I'm sure but um yes but yeah that I idea that of like <laughs> if if she like she stays home all day. She doesn't have to work. She doesn't, her only job, quote unquote, is to make sure everything else is taken care of. The kids, the food, the house. Exactly. And it's like, yeah, um, it drives me crazy, but. Yeah. Yeah. And she's so disrespected by her family. It's like, yeah. it's so um, that's why I love that towards the end of the show where she like loses her shit on Tony. Finally. Finally I know. <laughs> Um, it's also yeah, interesting but, for yeah, Willow. Will- I keep calling her Meadow Willow, which is cracking me Willow, up because it's Willow. like another, another earthy name. <laughs> like, um, yeah, it's so it weird. But I also Meadow. think it's interesting when yeah. Meadow going through her like shitty teenager time. She like she cracks mm-hmm. basically like, jokes at her mom, being like, "Well, like you don't work, you don't do anything," and that's so heartbreaking yeah. because it's like. Yeah, everything she, she was present. She like took care of her so much, and like, yeah. But it's really interesting to think of. Mm-hmm. I agree, like being productive, because oh my god, and we'll get into this in future episodes. Hopefully, you guys come back for more. But we talk about the idea yeah. of like, yeah, your daughter watching you as um and uh, and uh, what's that called? Like, not a housewife. I don't even want to say that because that's so old fashioned. Yeah. But like, a uh, a mother who works from home and like showing her. Yeah, it's not just because her dad is out working and you get to sit on the couch all day and do nothing. Like you want to show her, like yeah. what kind of life you've created for yourself and like what you know what mm-hmm. her options could be too. You know, it's not just about getting in the rat race and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, wait, exactly. I'm gonna I'm yeah. gonna cut off our soprano and mom talk because I'm curious yeah. and I'm sure listeners are curious about um all this quarantine and everybody going all crazy how is is there anything mm-hmm. in the stars that like 
not make sense of this, but like sort of make sense of this mm-hmm. or like, is there any way to see what's happening and that this would be a product of like what's happening in the universe? I don't even know how to ask the question. I don't think. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, yeah, there, there is stuff happening in like the planets. Um, basically like the way to understand it is just like the planets are always moving. So certain movements of the planets reflect like what's happening mm-hmm on our planet. (laughs) So um, the the biggest thing which astrologers have been talking about, I mean, there's a few things that are really big that are happening that astrologers have been talking Mm -hmm. about for a while, which is the first thing is that Pluto and Saturn are are right next to each other in the sky right now. And this happens like very rarely. So this happens like once every third, like when we were born, they were very close together, like 1983. So yeah, it's it's not common. And the fact that it's happening in this sign of Capricorn, like that's even yeah. more rare. Like it was in Libra when we were born. So it's a very unique transit that's um, really kind of explaining what's happening now in terms of like a social restructuring. Um, so cool. Yeah. And it's a it's like a cleansing to where we're really seeing what we, what we really want, what our like deepest priorities mm-hmm. are like this sort of thing. It really brings so much up to light, like really fast and changes happen mm-hmm. really fast. Like I was reading an article that was saying, you know, distance learning, you know, like having school online, like this would never happen. Yeah. Like it just would never happen unless it was right. forced, but it's like, now it's this whole new thing that we're yeah. exploring, huh. you know? And is it good or bad? I don't know. I mean, I think there's positive and negative right. to it. But anyway, so that's the one thing. The other thing is that Uranus is in um, There's, there's is my in favorite word, Uranus. Uranus. <laughs> yeah, everyone's saying Uranus these days because it just sounds weird to say your anus. It's like when you're talking to someone and you're like, your anus We can't, we can't like Taurus. not giggle. It's so stupid, but. You can't yeah. not laugh. And it's like, you don't really know what you're right. talking about. <laughs> Are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that being in Taurus, it's sort of like a shifting of, of the financial mm. system. So like a lot of astrologers have been talking about cryptocurrency. Yeah. And I just read this morning that apparently that's in this new stimulus bill. There, but I didn't read the article, right. so I don't have the details. But because um, Taurus rules, you know, physical things, it doesn't rule like money, but that falls into the category of really all the earth signs. But but Taurus is... Taurus likes, you know, to mm-hmm. stability. So the idea with Uranus and Taurus is like, it seems kind of freaky to think that there's this whole overhaul of the financial system. But with Taurus, it's something that would be more sustainable and more solid. Um, so that's very yeah. interesting too. And the other thing is that Saturn just moved into Aquarius so Ooh. you know, I was saying Saturn and Pluto. <laughs> I, just, uh, yeah, no, I, I love the age of Aquarius. I love your enthusiasm because it's saying it in a way as if yeah. I I understand and I'm excited. Like you too. know what I'm talking about. I <laughs> yeah. know. I know. I, I'm glad you're excited. <laughs> I mean, it's but it basically like the way I explain it is like I don't want to talk about this too too much, but like like whenever planets change signs, it's like the planet is a person like visiting a house or like a party and like the theme of the party is Aquarius. So it's like Saturn is being expressed in this like Aquarian yeah. way now, um, which is really interesting because Saturn and Ca- like each sign has, um, well, Saturn, <laughs> let's not get into that. Saturn and Capricorn was about restructuring, yep. like I was saying. 
But now Saturn in Aquarius is very much about like social mm. reform, like humanity as a whole, everyone working Whoa. together as a team for like, you know, you're looking at like social justice, like really like beautiful, like the age of Aquarius is all about like living in harmony, like everyone kind of helping each other out. And I mean, if you know any like really Aquarian people, you'll know that they like love people. They love humanity, but they're kind of like loners. <laughs> They don't like like one to one, but that because it, it, there is this sort. That's of, I what mean, I feel always, like, but, but it's yeah, yeah. I mean, I love people to death, but I, I, I mean, I'm also happy to quarantine and hole up in this place and be this like mystical figure. Isn't that so like self righteous? <laughs> yeah. No, I think it's probably really normal. I think that some people just can, I don't know. I think some people get more energy from crowds than others. Like some people get energized from Mm -hmm. being around people and other people like need, like they can do it. Like, I feel like I, I love being around people and I, at a certain point, like I need to be around people. And then I get like, once I hit the threshold, I'm like, I need. Right. Like you got your, and then I need to like be alone. The energy you needed for sort of like re like filling up the tank. And then, yeah, when it's empty again, you go out into the wild. I'm very much like an an introverted Mm -hmm. extrovert. Like I feel like I don't feel like I identify with either one of those labels. And I feel like a lot of people probably don't. I mean, but yeah, I don't know. For me, it's more about like the pressure. Like, like I made a date to like see this person at four o'clock, like two Saturdays. I'm like, I can't do that. Like, I can't even do like this Saturday. Yeah, like I'll either make myself sick, I'll get my period, <laughs> oh my or like something will like but stupid yeah. will happen. The, my, it's ridiculous. That makes me like it. more happy than like if I'm free and somebody's like, "Hey, we're going to meet up in like 20 minutes," and I'm like, "Perfect, it fits right into my next hour, so and I'll be there." Like, I know. And exactly. the scheduling thing—it's almost like it. I like it because I like writing things down in my calendar to be like, "Okay, it's there," but I yeah. honestly. I don't know what it is. It's just, I love almost like the impulsiveness, which I also think is reminiscent mm-hmm. of like just being young and free is like, what do we want to do now? It's like mm-hmm. that random, getting that random yeah. call of like, Hey, we're going to be there. You you should stop by. Like, I love that. Yeah. I feel the same way. I mean, it doesn't right. always feel exciting, but like when it does feel exciting, mm-hmm. I love it. You know, and it's like, you can't eat. I feel like I always want to recreate that, like when it happens once, but it's like, it always happens. Like when it happens, right. it happens and it's great. But, but yeah, for me, it, it's really about even like birthday parties. Like there's such a big thing, especially oh. when you have kids, it's like oh, so right. many birthday parties. And it's like, I have to, I really have yeah. to commit to this, you know, and it stresses yeah, me what... out. But anyway, yeah. So social restructuring is really interesting. Yeah. And like is. the financial yeah. aspect. Yeah, it's been happening. I believe it. Yeah. It's been happening. Like it's in the works for like three years now with Saturn and Capricorn. Wow. Um, yeah, because Saturn changes signs every three years. So it's like a new theme of like this long, hard work we're all getting into huh. together. So, yeah. That is interesting. so interesting. I feel like this yeah, is like, going to blow people's minds. Yeah. And it's, yeah, and it's kind of like gen- Saturn's generational. Like everyone, I I don't remember the exact years. Like we, you and I both have Saturn and Libra. Mm-hmm. I think that you do. I mean, are, we're about six months. I don't apart know. Or so. I don't know what time I was um, born again. Right? She might give you a different time. I th- I think. 
I think we might be seven months apart. But yeah, you probably have Saturn in Libra. Maybe you don't. You might have it in Scorpio. I'll have to check. <laughs> but I think it's like 1981 to like a point in 1983 where Saturn was in um, Libra. So it's like this three-year chunk where people are dealing with a lot of like, they're learning a lot of hard lessons huh. in relationships. Um, and they're kind of redefining like what relationships huh. look like. So it's, it's just, yeah, that's it's so interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just learning about Saturn is interesting because that's kind of like a lot of people struggle with Saturn because it, it can feel difficult. Like if mm -hmm. you're not on the right path, hard things will come up that like force you to deal with like right. restructuring things like this whole yeah. coronavirus thing. Um, it's making us look at a lot of things that we right. haven't looked at for a while huh, so, that is so interesting yeah. i love this and obviously if you don't mind we're gonna in every episode i'm gonna ask you my favorite question not only when i'm gonna win the lottery but like what does the universe have to say yeah. that's my favorite Soon. thank you i appreciate that um yeah. and then i can fund our <laughs> podcast um hi listener exactly hi, i hope you're having a great time and you show up we're gonna um yeah. episode two which we're probably gonna talk more about career in time of quarantine like mm -hmm. obviously there's a lot of people losing their jobs there's a lot of people temporarily out of work there's people filing for unemployment and there's jobs that are working from home and even those or those companies rather are are this massive blow to business in different ways, whether it's laying off people or, yeah. you know, cutting paychecks and things like that. So we're going to get more into that and, and generally, you know, just change. And I'm going to talk more about, I keep saying this quarantine mm -hmm. for me personally, couldn't have come frankly at a better time, uh, which I think is interesting, but before we get too serious, and we're almost wrapped up here, but I have some questions for you and for us to just mess around because this quarantine thing is just, it's really wild and it's really fun to see people are activating on social media and stuff because people are doing the funniest stuff because it's really inspiring them to just like go out of their comfort zones. Um but my thing I keep laughing at is like when I go to the grocery store, it's as if I've never gone to a grocery store before. I don't know what to buy. I don't know what I like I know. to eat. Um, I know. So I'm curious <laughs> if either have you bought anything weird during quarantine or anything you're like, I don't, why would I buy that? I never yeah. eat that. But you were like craving it when it was in front of you or mm -hmm. and or. Mm -hmm gonna go to the grocery store today what are like some things you would buy yeah you're asking me and myself too but are you are, I was wondering like and and the audience <laughs> yeah. like I know they're not yeah um we're asking the audience they too. like answer, answer us for yourself but sure, you guys so um, you know on anchor yeah. if you check out um our website actually I don't know if we can put the button on our actual website at avoidingthecrowd.com but there is going to be uh, a button available yeah. to you guys. You can call in and leave us voice messages or we're doing live call-ins. You guys can do mm -hmm. that. So for that stuff. But at this time, it's just you and I talking, Marlena. <laughs> so don't wait for the audience yeah. to answer. <laughs> Thanks for letting me know. I wasn't, I wasn't <laughs> really sure. Um, <laughs> um, 
<laughs> so what I would buy, like if I went to the store, first of all, I thought it was funny that I just bought so much mm-hmm. like rice and pasta and like stuff that I normally right, like stuff course. that won't go bad, you know. But what I would buy now, because I'm so stocked up on those things, is like yeah. produce. You know, I, I I typically go to the grocery store like at least three times a so week. It's all fresh I get a lot of stuff. produce. Yeah. Um, it's mostly fresh stuff. And now it's like, that's kind of challenging right. as fresh stuff can go bad. So I have like a lot of fruit in the fridge mm-hmm. and like greens can wilt, yeah. which is really sad. But I think like the main thing I've been trying to have like every day is I've been trying to have like raw garlic, which I know is really strong, but it's, it's good kind for of like you. nature's antibiotic. Yeah. So anyone who's, yeah, it's really good for you, even if it's cooked, like I've been putting it in soups and stuff, but when it's yeah. raw, it's like really powerful. You just have to be able to like hand like yes. like the taste i guess i've even had my daughter like i've put it in like honey Ooh. like raw honey that's thick you know and like take yeah. it like a, a small piece you know like chop it up into a small Ooh. piece and take it like a pill i mean that might seem kind of nuts yeah that's like you just so drink great. it back with some water it might seem crazy but it's yeah and i put like i make juices mm-hmm. and i put ginger that's in another them one it's, yeah. a, it's another good like yeah. antiviral thing um because a lot of people you know they can have this virus and not have any symptoms you know, that's, that's a big somebody thing. Call, kind of somebody like, called I mean, my, my mom, mom and reminded her she, she really... on my last nerve about wanting to go out and stuff. But yeah. Oh, yeah. That generation. It's they're so like, weird. They're really learning. Yeah. <laughs> no, my, my mom's the same. Like, she kind of doesn't want to do anything different. But she is, like, there was a change with my yeah. parents at first, like, with the whole thing. Like, now they're more like, you know. Like, but my mom, yeah. she's in healthcare, Got so it. she's working. You know, like, my, my but... Anyway, she was just saying that she thinks a lot of people would test positive for the virus and not have any symptoms. She's like, you and I probably wow, like yeah. this, you know, <laughs> but it's like, I mean, right. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know enough about this stuff. She's kind of like a geek about viruses and germs. And right. She's been a nurse for so long. But yeah, so having that in my mind, I just like to have like garlic mm-hmm. and ginger and then like herbs and stuff. And of course, like stuff that <laughs> is fun. Like, I, I mean, I like to Cute. bake when I'm home yep. all the time. So you got to bake stuff. And I have Birch Bender's pancake mix, which is the best. I don't think so. It? I don't know. You know, I don't. I don't know it by name. If I it's saw the <laughs> packaging, but probably not. I'm like an Aunt yeah, Jemima add water kind of girl. It. it, it oh, well, this nice. is an add water thing too, but it's it's kind of expensive. It's some sort of it's like a pancake oh. micro something. I don't know, but yeah, it's kind of like <laughs> I guess they try to be fancy, but it's not really fancy. Just add water. They have like gluten free. They have paleo, and then there's like the classic. Nice because <laughs> I don't know yeah. why hoarding pancake hoarder. Pancake hoarder. Um, but yeah, they're they're they're, they're good. really good. Um, so yeah, what would you buy? Um, I re-upped feta my feta cheese, okay. and long story short, how this feta I like my family always has feta cheese, and it's the sheep's milk. I don't prefer <laughs> the goat. Um, but oh, I love oh God, sheep's so milk. Good. And so um, good. yeah, I'm trying to think of. My cousin and I, oh my God, now I'm going to forget the story. What a great storyteller I am. But we were having feta discussions. And um, so she had it, I think, with like a dinner or something like that. And I was like, oh, now I'm craving it. So I ended up buying mm-hmm. it. And I went through yeah, that so good. stash so quickly that I was like, oh my God, I can't not have feta in my house. Now I'm like, it's so easy. I'm going through a kick. Even though I eat it regularly, right now I'm like craving it with every meal. Mm-hmm. Um, it's my staple. It's like right your now. staple it's in everything I'm making, whether it's eggs or salad or just cutting it off the block. 
Um, Mm. Also, I'm really bad. Like with, I don't buy a lot of junk food because if I keep it in the house, it's all I eat. Like same thing with soda. If it's here, it's all I want. Like I won't touch water if there's soda in the house. So I don't buy like big containers of Mm -hmm. things because if you, if I have a two liter of soda, I'm going to drink a two liter Mm -hmm. of soda today. It's like pathetic, but I bought a bag of Utz party mix. It's like, it's so delicious Mm. and it's so fucking bad for you. But it's like my guilty pleasure. So I brought a bag of that. Yeah. I think a lot of people yeah. are going to want guilty pleasures um, right yeah. now because it's like yeah, it's delicious. comforting. Um, yeah. That's why I got <laughs> the pancake mix. I'm not, yeah. I don't eat pancakes regularly. You're craving But now it. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm hoarding them. And, and, and I'm hoarding, I'm hoarding Ooh. maple syrup from Costco. Ooh, butter. And butter. I have it all in the fridge, yeah, that's ready nice. to go at any time. Butter. Yeah, I um, it's I did important. some baking. Actually, it was pre-quarantine, but be- once we got into quarantine, I was like, oh, I should buy more puff pastry because um, oh, that's Allie. This is real life. The kids in the background. Um, <laughs> yeah, real life. The kids um, in the background. Yes. Pre-quarantine, I baked some puff pastries with this wild blueberry jam thing, and I was like, oh, I should buy more. But then I went to the grocery store and then I was being all cheap, like, ew, that's overpriced and I don't need that right now. And so I didn't buy it. But I'm like, what is my problem? Like, well, I'm not I'm not doing anything. Just spend the $6 and buy the puff pastry. But I didn't buy the puff pastry. So right now I'm fueling up on seltzer, <laughs> feta cheese, and party mix. <laughs> I always think of Keeflees when I, I when I see puff pastry a few in, weeks in ago. the grocery freezer. Yeah, they were delicious. So now I'm inspired wow. to make more because that was my sort of first go at it, and it couldn't be any easier because I use the prepared dough. It's not do, like I made fresh dough like my grandma used to. Do, do you have a payinka? Oh, on, palinka. On stock? <laughs> palinka. Pa- no, I don't because I don't. Like I, I, I really have to brush up. Yeah, I really have to brush up on the <laughs> It's been a while. Yeah. So no, that's it. I yeah. feel like I'm <laughs> drinking a lot of coffee. I have a lot of seltzer water, which I really enjoy. Yeah. And um Yeah. It's so good. My daughter loves the bubbles water. are the best. It's like her thing. But that's it. I'm actually really enjoying yeah. again working from home, cooking my meals if I'm in the mood to eat, or just mm-hmm. like having a little snack here and there. And um yeah, I feel like it's mm-hmm. refreshing to save money and I'm eating better than I would and spending yeah. less money than if I was like going into the office every day. So I'm I'm enjoying quarantine. Yeah. I'm just going to say it. Yeah, I, I'm enjoying not like getting a lot of I mean, I hate grocery shopping, believe it or not. I really I mean, I don't hate it. I hate like the big like yeah. getting a ton of groceries at once. Um, it like is. It's, so ex- it's exhausting and then like you have to cook the right. food you buy afterwards. there's nothing worse than fair. going grocery shopping but and then I do, not I wanting like... anything you bought i had that the first few days yeah it's, it's yeah. Very, yeah and and i mean that happens yeah it's an irritating it experience <laughs> but um I, I do like not going to the grocery store so much and just kind of yeah just not rushing not yeah. feeling like i need to get up and go somewhere it's been great that's been the biggest thing because then you can focus exactly, your energy on that other things. that you actually care about. Like yeah. Podcasts. Yeah, not just right. staying on top of the I'm grind, you know? 
I think that's the coolest thing about this for people who have the luxury mm -hmm. of being able to work from home or, yeah. you know, that aren't out of work with this. Um, yeah, I think that's, that's yeah, the nice no, thing we're going to get it. into it. Guys, come back yeah. for episode two. We're going to talk about career, working from home in general. Um, you know, Yay. if anybody's looking to make a change or, you know, there's so many layers to pretty much mm -hmm. every topic. I feel like we're going to, we're going to touch upon because as people that know us, we can talk for hours and essentially days about anything. Um, so we're going to try and stay mm -hmm. organized and focused. So we're not just all over the place, but yeah, episode two, I hope you guys come back. We're going to be talking about career and age and, and quarantine, and we're always going to have a quarantine check-in. So next week we'll have a different question than the grocery store. Unless you buy something weird, I want to know about it. Um, but yeah, I think <laughs> I'm so excited to be doing this with you, Mar. We've been talking about it forever. And look at us go like real adults me too this was it was super fun real yeah. adults <laughs> recording exactly their conversations it. it's awesome it's all right awesome. well i know so about time like, we grew oh, up we just want to share it like we used to make our friends now we want strangers yeah, to listen exactly. to us <laughs> exactly. exactly that's that's the idea here but yes, let's not be strangers exactly let's be yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. Open up the conversation. I am so excited to use my sound <laughs> I kept them in my work desk <laughs> for years and I use them in the office like sometimes. And now I'm like, I want a real need for them. I want to take them places. <laughs> I don't know why, but whatever. So, all right, guys. I think it's time to go, Mar, and we'll be back for episode two. We yeah. would love to hear from you guys. Please shoot us an awesome. email, avoiding the podcast. Oh, I mean, I keep saying avoiding the podcast. Which avoiding the crowd. What, what does the universe Don't have to say about podcast. that? Don't do that. <laughs> um, avoid the crowd. Oh, God. I know. It's okay. Why are you? I'm just um, kidding. But yes, no. we have an email address podcast at gmail.com. Check out at gmail avoiding the crowd.com. Mm -hmm. Shoot us messages, suggestions, questions, comments, unless you don't like us. I don't want to I don't want to hear that shit. Um but we look forward <laughs> to coming back. We're gonna have a new episode every Tuesday. And yeah, I'm pumped. We're doing it. Awesome. Yeah. Me too. All right. Thanks, this guys. Fun. This is Tina signing off. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. <laughs> Bye, guys. signing off too. Bye.